Pixel Pizza. Did she say pizza? Your ultimate source for chiptunes, video game talk, and pepperoni. Delivered to you from Los Angeles and into the digital cyberspace of the 2020s. Pizza Power! That's right, when Super Giant Pizza. I want a large, thick crust with double cheese, ham, pepperoni. Hey, where's my pizza? Pizza time. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Pixel Pizza. Yes, that's right. Your ears do not deceive you. I did just open a beer on this show because I wanted to celebrate because, as you may have seen from the title, this is our 100th episode of Pixel Pizza. Of course, I know this is a family-friendly show. This is listed as all ages on all the podcast platforms where you may be listening to it. And so, for my listeners who are younger than 21, I do not condone drinking. And for my listeners who are 21 and up, I say drink responsibly. But for me, today, I want to celebrate because it's the 100th episode. And what do we do on the 100th episode? Whatever I want to do. Yeah. I will say there is no guest today on the episode, no interviewee as per usual. I did try. I was supposed to have the great legendary video game creator Shigeru Miyamoto on the show. 
he was emailing with me and he was very eager to be on the program. However, something came up last minute. He was being a bit of a diva. And so we had to close that door, unfortunately. So uh, before I get back to that, though, I should shout out our chiptune artist of the week. And that would be Memo Demo with the track Vicious. I love that track. And you may, in fact, have heard that name before on the program because way back on episode one, we featured Memo Demo's tracks. And I thought it would be a really cool full circle moment coming to episode 100, the two-year anniversary of the show and of that episode with a few more of his tunes because they remain some of my favorites Partially sentimental value, partially just because they kick butt. So, hope you enjoyed that one. So, what we're going to be doing today is a Where Are They Now style program where we are going to be hearing from a number of our previous guests. I reached out to them to ask about what projects they've been up to in the time since they were on the show, what's been going on in their lives and just any messages they want to share to catch up with the listeners here on Pixel Pizza. So I think I got a lot of great stories, and I'm very eager to hear from these people because it was so great speaking with them. I am once again grateful to them for taking the time to speak to me, as well as all the developers who were not able to give me a testimonial, and that's totally cool. So... I'm very excited to roll into these. So let's get started with Ria Gupti and Pratik Saxena, I Miss My Friend's Studio. Hey Jared, congratulations for your 100th episode. Thanks so much for including us in this celebration. We are Ria and Pratik from I Miss My Friend's Studio, making a game called Fishbowl. Pixel Pizza Pod was one of the first places to speak about Fishbowl and it was such a pleasure to share our story on the podcast. We will always be super grateful for your support. To give you an update on where we are now, after a long while of working part-time, we both switched to working full-time on Fishbowl. This was a big decision and a huge milestone for us. We showcased Fishbowl at BitSummit in Japan and collected lots of player feedback. We were also able to take our little game to Gamescom in Cologne, thanks to the kind folks at GameMaker. Fishbowl was nominated for the upcoming Game of the Year Award at the India Game Developer Conference and we won runners-up. We've also figured out a nice sustainable schedule for ourselves with enough time for focused work, rest and inspiration, which is helping us make steady progress on the game. And last but not the least, Fishbowl's Steam page has been up, so all of you listening, please go and wishlist our game. Thanks so much for having us, and we hope to come back for another update in the 200th episode. Sending you all lots of love from India. Thank you so much for that, Ria and Pratik. It's so great to hear everything you've been accomplishing in this time. It's so impressive. I mean, to be recognized at the India Game Developers Conference is really exciting. And moving into full time, that's no small feat. So I'm super happy for you guys. Definitely hope to stay in touch. Listeners, please do wishlist Fishbowl on Steam. 
All right, moving on to our next story from Kate Gray, the writer on Moonstone Island. Hello, my name is Kate. I was on the Pixel Pizza podcast in March of 2023. And since then, a lot of things have happened to me. Uh, In July, uh, I bought a house with my partner, which is where I'm recording right now. So if you're like, hey, that audio sounds like it's in a different room, then yes, you are very observant. It is. I have my own office now, which is very exciting. Uh, hmm, Let's see. Oh, I... uh, I released Moonstone Island. Um, It came out in September and it's been doing really well, if you remember me talking about that. Uh, I have a few more projects, but most of them are NDA'd, so I can't talk about them, but they're really cool. Uh, One of them, I'm the only writer, which is terrifying. Uh, And what else have I done? I had a birthday. It was a really good birthday. Um, I, I finished my journal. I uh, wrote a little comic journal for the whole of 2023, and I gave it to my partner for Christmas uh, as a gift. I'd been making it for him the whole year. So <laughs> that was sort of my, my year-long project, and it's over now, and I don't have a journal anymore, and I'm kind of sad about it, so I might have to start a new one. Um, but it's been a very good year for me so far, so I hope 2024 is just as good. And, of course, happy 100th episode, Pixel Pizza. Yay! Ah, thank you, Kate. So great to hear. It sounds like there is a lot of cool new things happening in your life. It's so sweet that you spent that time journaling for your partner. Happy belated birthday. And so excited to see all the games and projects you've got coming up. I know you're going to kill it on that solo writing project. You got this. We're all here for it. And now you're going to hear from previous guest Olivia Haynes, who you may know for her work on Knuckle Sandwich. Hey, everyone. It's Olivia Haynes here. And quite a lot has happened in my life since I last spoke on the Pixel Pizza podcast almost three months ago. The biggest thing being my partner, Andy Brophy, and I released our game Knuckle Sandwich. Yay! <laughs> it came out on the 23rd of November, 2023. And it's just so surreal to think that a game that was in development for almost a decade is actually out in the world. And the reception has been amazing. I think it's really found an audience of people who get it, um, which is just what you always want from your game, really. So it's so exciting to think that people will now just continue discovering the game and falling in love with it. And also we don't have to work on it anymore, which is cool. (laughs) So as for Surf Club, my other game, after taking a couple months off to focus on Knuckle Sandwich last year, I'm back working on it, which I'm very happy about. It's going to be shown at GDC Day of the Devs in March in San Francisco. And it will actually be the first public demo of the game, which I'm really nervous about. Um, You know, I know that people like the art. People have seen a lot of the art, but um, actually showing the gameplay is going to be, um, you know, I'm a little nervous about it, but I think people will like it and I hope people will resonate with it. It's a very special project to me and I hope I can show it at more events over the year. And in other news, I've also started making steps towards selling my art. 
Um, it started with a painting I made in December going a bit viral um, on Twitter. It was a painting of the Chow Garden from Sonic Adventure 2, naturally. And I ended up selling the original painting and making prints of it. I've always had a lot of doubts when it comes to selling art pieces I've made, but I'm really motivated after the su this success to make more art prints and little products to sell more regularly. Um, and my hope with the year ahead is that I can split my time between working on Surf Club and making art to sell. That's the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to me. And I hope everyone out there listening has a wonderful year ahead. Bye. Thanks, Olivia, and congratulations. It's so awesome that you guys put out the game, and I've heard nothing but good things. I've seen a bunch of videos really praising Knuckle Sandwich, so I am so happy that it has found its audience. I hope to be part of that audience soon once I am finished with all the crazy games in front of me and also hopefully when it comes to consoles. I primarily play on consoles. If it's not feasible, I will try my best to play it on Mac. If it's not Mac compatible, use that wineskin wrapper thing. If you're a Mac gamer, you know what that means. But uh, so excited for Surf Club. Excited to hear more uh, fun news about the Chow drawing. It's kind of apropos considering... There have been heavy rumors, potential leaks, in fact, of the long-awaited Chow mobile game coming out. So we'll see if there's any truth to that. Sorry if this sounds like I'm rambling. I am off script, and that's always a little funny. But I think that makes this episode unique and gives it some identity. But getting back to it, now we are going to be hearing a little bit from the brothers Paolo and Pavel Lara, who have been working on Culebra and the Souls of Limbo, which is this really cool, spooky, colorful adventure game. So, hear about that now. Hey there, Jared. It's been a while. I'm around a year to be more specific. And since then, I have to say that we've made a lot of progress. But before all that, just a little refresher. Um, I'm Paolo Lara, the artist of the team, and here with me is... Uh, his brother, or, yeah, uh, Pavel, the programmer of the team. And yeah, um, we have to say that we made a lot of progress on the game. We started with the demo, as you may remember, and so far, uh, a few years after, we have a full playable um, uh, build of the game from start to finish. Um, also, for, the, for other news, we have partnered with Fellow Traveler, a publishing um, company that has helped us with the game a lot. It's been very helpful and they've been great. It's been a great experience so far with them. No, yeah, and it's been, everything has been going pretty well and we're very excited to finally be able to share the game once it's complete. Still has a, a ways to go. But I'm it's looking very promising and yeah, looking for a I really excited with everything. Yeah. We're looking forward to completing and finally releasing the full game. Um yeah, it's it's kind of hard to put it in simple in simple words, but we're really looking forward to it. 
And also, thanks for inviting us. It's great to catch up after all this time. And we hope we can catch up later uh, again. Yeah. No, yeah. Thank you. And thanks again for having us and giving us the opportunity to be on the show. Thank you. Thank you. And no, yeah. Looking forward to see how everything on Pixel, uh, Pixel Pizza keep, keeps going. Yeah. Okay. Keep it up. Take care. Yes, so glad to hear you guys have found a publisher. That's a huge step and really awesome. And I'm so happy for you and can't wait to see more of the game. Definitely hope to chat more soon. And now we will be hearing from the one guest who directly reached out to me to be on the show, Pratik Jadwani, the solo developer of Brokula. Hey Jared, congrats on the 100th episode. Woohoo! Since our last talk, I have been continuously working on Brokula. Last year, Brokula got a grant under this developer acceleration program by Xbox, which helped me quit my day job and start my own game dev studio called uh, Destroyer Dogo. Nowadays, I am mostly busy playtesting the game and porting it to Xbox. Uh, once again, congrats on the 100th episode. And I am looking forward to all the future episodes of Pixel Pizza. Woohoo! I'm so happy for you, Pratik, getting that grant from Xbox. That is amazing and wild. And also that you get to be going on the full time game development journey. This is so exciting. I hope that uh, being on Pixel Pizza is a positive blessing for video game developers because we've had a couple of full-timers now so that's pretty sweet and hoping for more let's listen to another one next we are going to be hearing from ryan mahoney aka why no ham and he has been working on the game gunmetal gothic so let's find out where he's been congrats jared on 100 episodes that's awesome uh, this is Ryan Wynoham Mahoney, solo developer of the still-in-progress retro 3D shooter Gunmetal Gothic. I had the pleasure of getting to talk about Gunmetal Gothic with Jarrett here on Pixel Pizza last summer, shortly after I first announced the game and launched the Steam page. And since then, I've been continuing with this sort of two-pronged approach of developing the game and sharing it with the world. And I would say both are going very well. On the dev front, I've added lots of new features, some new enemies, expanded the world, uh, got some of the RPG elements in like stat-driven combat and equipment. The reception on social media has been really inspiring, and I recently had the opportunity to share the game in person at my first indie showcase event at MAGFest just a couple of weeks ago. Had a wonderful time, lots of cool interactions with folks, uh, some who were already familiar with Gunmetal Gothic from Twitter, and some just seeing it for the first time. So now I've got some great feedback to take into the next phase of development, which is working towards a publicly downloadable demo, uh, hopefully coming to Steam later this year. So thank you, Jared, for including me in two episodes now, and here's to the next hundred. Thank you so much, Ryan, and uh, I wish I could have been at MAGFest this year to try the game out. I have a bunch of friends who went. It sounds like it was an incredibly fun time over there in Maryland, National Harbor. Uh, listen to some music, playing some games. I've been there several years. I miss it. 
Go if you have the chance, listeners. MAGFest rules. You get to play some cool indie games. You get to meet some cool people. And uh, that's a free plug for MAGFest. But going back to Ryan, I'm so happy that the game is continuing to find its audience and its traction and that the screenshot Saturdays are still as awesome as ever. So let us now hear from Heidi Mota from Celeste's development team, Extremely OK Games, now working on Earthblade. Hello, this is Heidi Mota from Extremely OK Games. And what I have been up to recently is just studying code, um, watching Chinese dramas, reading or listening to books, and just playing with my cat. Yeah, besides working with my team on Earthblade and all the admin stuff. <laughs> I hope you guys are having a great start of 2024. See you around. Bye. Thanks, Heidi. I'm so glad 2024 is off to a good start for you and your cat. I hope the coding is going well. I'm excited to see what you bring to Earthblade on the social media side and the development side. I know it's been a big uh, push for you, learning curve. So I'm excited to see and hear you're keeping at it. Okay, and next up, we've got a message from Ruby Innes of Kotaku, Australia. Hello, it's me, Ruby Innes. When I was first on Pixel Pizza, I was uh, still at Kotaku, I'm fairly certain, uh, writing for Kotaku Australia, which I love doing, such a, such a fun job. But now I'm no longer there, and I'm currently a producer and editor and host and other stuff. It's it's a multi multifaceted job for Backpocket, which is a kind of multimedia thingamajig uh, here in Sydney that consists of a podcast, which I host and produce, and a weekly Thursday night Twitch show, which is kind of like a variety slash gaming show. And that, I oh, God, I started there June 2023, and that's just been an absolute ball. I love doing it. it. It feels like the right transition to go from games journalism to whatever it is that I do now. <laughs> but, you know, there will always be a, a special place in my heart for, uh, for Kotaku. But, yeah, now I am... Ye old content creator. Ugh. Anyway, much love to Jared and uh, shouts out to Pixel Pizza. Peace. Oops, I should have said uh, formally of Kotaku Australia. And that's what I get for not staying in the loop. But I'm really happy for you, Ruby, that you've uh, moved on to your next phase of your career back in the podcast game. Love to hear about it. And yeah, I'm definitely going to go check out Back Pocket and hope the rest of you do too. And now we have another message from Adam Saltzman, who is the co-founder of the game publisher and developer Finji. Hi, this is Adam Saltzman from Finji. It's been a minute since we've been on the show. Uh, we've been busy, busy, busy. 
the big news since we came on last is that we announced Usual June, which is a completely new game under development here, uh, targeting 2025, featuring our friends at Sweet Baby Inc. It's a third-person action game about summer break and the end of the world. You'll be able to hang out, fight monsters, discover dark secrets, um, all that good stuff. Uh, the Finji 10-year anniversary is coming up, which is pretty exciting. And not that I needed any more encouragement to just crumble into dust, but later this year is also Cannibalt's 15th anniversary. So there's always something going on over here, but uh, congratulations on the 100th episode. And yeah, I think that's everything. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule, Adam, to uh, reach out to our little podcast. I'm so happy to hear that all these big anniversaries are coming up. Finji's been doing so much cool stuff in the past 10 years, and it's cool to hear that you guys are working with Sweet Baby because listeners may remember that we had two members of that group on the show a while back. We had Paula and we had Kim, and they were really awesome, kind, creative people. So just really cool to hear that past guests are joining up and working together, and that's really exciting. So great to hear. And now we are going to be hearing a little bit from Emmerich Toa, who is the head of the game bakers over in France who developed Haven and Foodie and are working on their undisclosed next project. So yeah, let's hear from them. Hi, Pixel Pizza. It's uh, Emric from the Game Bakers. Uh, so where am I now? Uh, since I was in Pixel Pizza not so long ago, I'm on the same game, still working on the game, except that now I'm even more in... Uh, an ocean of stress because it's uh, our uh, decisive year of production before a release. And it always feels like an impossible uh, goal to achieve, to make it in time at the desired quality. But the game is still very exciting, completely unique, and I still believe in it. But uh, now it's just a matter of, uh, you know, making the good decision to, uh, to make it in time and and yeah, delivering great game. And except that in between, we still re- did something very cool. We released the Fury D-Make, which is a one boss uh, 2D D-Make, like uh, what if Fury was made in the 90s. And uh, it was super fun to make and it's a great game. I'm very proud and it's free on Steam. So have fun. So I hope uh, I'll come back uh, next year for our new game. Thanks, Emmerich. I'm sorry to hear it's a tough time. Um, I really hope that you're getting through it all right. Uh, hoping you're having some good pizza, taking rests. Uh, but the game is going to be incredible. I'm sure you guys never cease to make the most unique, pulse-pounding, exciting games. And that D-Make, I'm sure, is extremely cool, too gotta check that one out i am loading my plate up with games i gotta check out now so we'll see how that goes but yeah wishing you all the best 
So looking forward to seeing what's to come. And now we are moving on to our next guest. And that would be Chase Bethia, the game composer. And I think last we checked, he had worked on a ground, the game. So let's see what he's been up to since then. Hello, Pixel Pizza listeners. This is Chase Bethia. And before I share where I am now, I just want to say happy 100th episode to you, Jared. It is a great accomplishment to reach that in this podcast journey that you're doing and cheers to you and a hundred more. So what have I been up to and where am I at now? I was in Read Only Magazine and this was my first video game magazine physical copy debut. I collaborated with Riot Games music team to write music for Team Fight Tactics Set 10 Rumble Remix. I scored Limited Run Games Gex Trilogy trailer that was in the Limited Run Games showcase. I conducted a music score from the Deity Quest soundtrack at MagWest. I made my first debut on CEO Gaming album that was number one in Canada. I had my music performed by Helix Collective based on an idea that I had to have video game music be performed live. And there's going to be an encore performance coming up in September of this year. I was featured in LA Weekly article that highlights the Level Up concert, and that was playing selections from my upcoming soundtrack from the video game Stardander. I won two Global Music Awards, bronze winner for On the Peril of Parrot's original soundtrack and a Global Music Award for Composer. I rented out my music catalog from the score Stardander School for Witches to a college for them to perform. I booked a performance gig with UCLA Gamer Symphony Ensemble. I booked a special guest appearance at a retro video game summit. I did a collaboration with Otaku Noir with my Deity Quest soundtrack being one of the monthly subscriptions. I wrote a historic game that ended up in the British Library at EGX and Adventure X. I gave a virtual presentation at Berkeley College of Music. I was featured in the GDC guide on gameindustry.biz. And I'm also featured in a museum that is at the Museum of Making Music via NAM, And I had a quote that was on the board along with my picture. So my picture and quote is on that music exhibition. It's the MIDI at 40 exhibition in the Museum of Making Music in San Diego. So that's where I'm at now. And I'm going to be publishing a book this year and having another article featured in a cool music magazine and more details to follow as they come. Whoa, that is amazing, Chase. I mean, first off, congratulations on being in a museum. That is enormous, amazing. And working with Riot and on the Gex trailer. Uh, I mean, I wish uh, my other guest, Izzy Kestrel, famous Gex aficionado, uh, was able to hear this. I should reach out to her, but she's a mom right now, so understand not being able to check in. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> sidetrack. Uh, that's so cool, Chase. It sounds like you've really been pounding the pavement, doing some amazing stuff. Can't wait to read that book. And of course, thank you so much for the well wishes and the congratulations. It really means a lot. Okay, and now we are going to be hearing from Justin, Chris, and Ankit, the Moonlight Kids, who you may know from their work on The Wild at Heart. So let's hear what they have to say. 
Hi, I'm Chris from Moonlight Kids. Hi, I'm Justin from Moonlight Kids as well. <laughs> Hi, I'm not good from the same place. <laughs> and uh, we've been working on for the last year a game we haven't announced yet, but you know, it's been fun. Justin, what have you been up to in life? <laughs> in life? Uh-huh. Uh, just you know, doing art for our new game and writing a story for a new game and uh, I'm excited to announce it when we're able. Yeah, me too. Hopefully yeah. soon. Hopefully soon. I um, I have uh, I am a homeowner. That's kind of what's been up in the last sure. year, which is nice. Yeah. You owned a um, home. I owned a home. Uh, I've traveled a bit, uh, a lot, quite a bit actually, in the last years. So that's been fun. And yeah, just trying to trying to work on this game as well. Trying to get this to a place where we can, I don't know, show it to people, announce yeah. it, and talk about it. Maybe talk about it on a podcast or something. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's a wild idea. Yeah. Perhaps pizza themed. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what have I been doing? I'm raising my child. He's almost three. And working yeah. on the game and watching lots of movies. That's that's it. That's everything. And also a lot of gaming. I've been playing a, a lot, lot of, of gaming. Games. Mm-hmm. Everyone say the game they're playing right now. I'm playing Lunacid. Armored Core 6. Baldur's Gate 3. All right. Thanks. And see you soon. Ciao. Later. I want to hear about that new game, guys. I'm sure it's really, really cool. I know it'll be worth the wait, but I want to know now. (laughs) But uh, I'm so glad to hear you're doing well. You're making moves in life, houses, kids, big achievements. Um, I can't want to, I really want to play those games too that you mentioned. And I hope you do get to appear on a podcast when you have some news to share. Uh, I wouldn't go on a pizza-themed one, though. Sounds like a pretty terrible podcast. I would not recommend that. (laughs) Just kidding. All right, and next up, we are going to be hearing a little bit from Dan Vecchito, who's part of Holy Wow, and they, of course, made Trombone Champ. What's up, Pixel Pizza Podcast? This is Dan Vecchito, one half of Holy Wow Studios and the main developer of Trombone Champ. Uh, I was doing some research. It seems like I was on your podcast end of October 2022. Now it's 2024, so a lot of time has passed. What's been happening on our end? Not that much. We are still just working on Trombone Champ stuff. Um, Still endlessly just working on the game, which is um, a lot less fun than you might think. I mean, it's it's fun to work on the game, but, you know, that means sitting in front of a computer, you know, writing code that doesn't work or just making new songs, just sitting in front of a computer for... Um, most of the day, every day. <laughs> uh, I think we spent most of 2023, 2023 on the Switch port, the Nintendo Switch port. We started that like super early in the year. We were working with a Seattle-based company called Play Everywhere, who did an awesome job. They really helped us out with a lot of the annoying technical aspects, like getting all the different controller types to work, getting like tilt controls to work and stuff. So we spent most of 2023 really on on that project, just... um. It shouldn't have taken that long, but it ended up being a big, bigger project than we thought, first of all, just because of all the most controls we made. And also because we decided to localize it. That was a big thing. The PC version is English only, but the Switch version, we were strongly recommended to release it in Japanese. So we ended up like contracting with another company who took all the copy in the game and translated it into 10 different languages. Then we had to plug all that in and pretty much like tear the whole game apart in order to change the copy to localized copy. So... That was 2023. Um, still working on the PC version as well. I mean, continuing to update that. We got to put all those languages in there because PC version is still English only. 
Uh, we have other trombone champ projects in mind too, but those are secret for now. But there's one that's happening that should be very cool. Really excited for that. Not sure exactly when that'll happen, but it's going to happen. And then finally, praise God, we'll be able to work on new projects, hopefully sometime soon. I think our goal is, you know, this year to really start on another project because we've been working on trombone champ for so long that we're going to go nuts. We're going to lose our minds. Um, so we have many ideas, trying to figure out which idea we should really tackle next. We've got like some big game ideas that are probably too big and too ambitious. Some smaller game ideas that are like more achievable, you know, so we got to really sit down and figure out what's next. But um, yeah, a lot of work. We've got a lot to do. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. Hope um, the listeners are doing well. Whoever's listening to this, hope you're having a good 2024. Uh, thanks for having me, and I hope to be on the podcast again at some point in the future. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Dan. Awesome to get that insight. I feel like it's such a double-edged sword of modern game development that post-launch support is such a big thing. I mean, on one hand, you get more people exposed to your game. You get people coming back to your game to check out new songs, new features, whatever. But on the other hand, yeah, you're just sort of, (laughs) as a developer, banging your head against the wall in the same single game for years. So... Um, looking forward to seeing what your next project is. Awesome that the Switch port has been a success. I've heard a lot of great things and how it's translated the con- t- translated the PC experience to consoles. So awesome work there. And last but not least, we've got Max Wrighton, who worked recently on Time on Frog Island. So let's hear his story. Hi Jared, congratulations on the 100th episode of the Pixel Pizza podcast. Half Past Yellow was just about to release Time on Frog Island when I joined you last time, and I'm happy to report that the launch went well for us. The game recouped its costs a few times over, which was a huge win for a small studio with its first big release. The game also went on to win a couple of awards in the Nordic gaming scene, which we couldn't be more happy about. Now it's on to the next project, hoping to do it all again. We're about a year into development on our new title, Spectacle, a surreal first-person puzzle game about observation, spatial reasoning, and lizards. Lizards this time instead of frogs. Blinking at objects can change their state, and then we add glasses that can change what the player sees and how things work. We're really enjoying making puzzles and mechanics for the game, and it's just a really exciting project for us. Hopefully we'll have it out on PC and consoles during 2025, but the Steam page is live right now if anyone's interested in learning more about the game or giving it a wishlist. Thanks for getting in touch for a follow-up. Good luck with the next 100 episodes. Yay, congrats, Max, and the whole Half Past Yellow team. I'm so happy. Time on Frog Island was a big success financially, critically, winning those awards. I'm so happy for you guys. So deserved. And I can't wait to hear more about that lizard game. Sounds really cool. And that is everybody. So thank you once again to all the guests who took a little bit of time out of their days to tell us how they're doing. So glad to hear everybody's got something cool they're working on, has some good life updates to share. I'm happy that 2024 is starting off well, and I hope for the best for everybody. Of course, I would be remiss not to mention that things aren't so well for everybody, if we're being frank. Uh, There were more and more layoffs already in the video game industry this year, 
as I am recording this, Xbox Game Studios recently laid off nearly 2,000 employees, and I know a number of people who were personally affected by this and by the ones over at Riot and Unity and a bunch of other uh, companies, and it's just been really upsetting to see. I feel so awful to get serious for a minute that the companies are doing this and not finding a better way and all these poor people who work to bring us amazing games, pieces of entertainment, pieces of art that resonate with us don't get human level of respect. And I I hope this isn't too self-aggrandizing, but I hope here on Pixel Pizza I'm able to make some small difference in at least reminding people that video game developers are human. They're people. They're passionate, creative souls who are out here to make great things and uh, follow their hearts and... I want to see them given respect, and so I hope by doing this show and by taking the time to speak with developers one-on-one or sometimes one-on-three, if I'm lucky enough to have a whole bunch of people on, uh, that listeners can hear more about the people who make their favorite games and when they play the games and when they talk about them online that listeners remember that there was a face to those games because you hear so often it's so horrible either people online are just callous to this stuff or at worst they send death threats to people involved in the making of games and it's really despicable and it's really cruel and I just I want to I hope to do something better I hope that doing this is doing something better okay so that that's the end of my spiel my preachiness I apologize if I got too much into it but I really did want to acknowledge that that I'm not recording this in a vacuum that there are issues that mean something to me that I want to speak on. So uh, thanks for hearing me out. And thanks once again for listening to episode 100 of the Pixel Pizza podcast. Woo! We did it. A hundred episodes. That is way too much time of me talking found on the internet. But uh, that's part of being a voice actor, I guess. So pretty cool. And I hope you stick around for future episodes. I want to get to 200, maybe 300. We'll see. Uh, But 100, still a huge thing. Patting myself on the back for that one. So thanks for sticking around. And now we are going to be heading off with one final track from Memo Demo. And that is called Weekend Anyarchist. Enjoy that one. We'll see you with 101 next week.